0: another episode of certain about the uncertain hold on. yo we on yeah all right cool hold up so what's going on everyone welcome to another episode of certain about the uncertain i'm your host noah hagos and i'm with a very special guest uh ernest lynch this is a person that really introduced me to doing podcasts and doing these episodes of my podcast and i wanted to you know first off say thank you ernest for for all this help that you've given me and um Let them know where to find you uh, on your podcast.
1: I mean, you were doing all that traveling. I thought it'd be a great idea for you to let everyone know how awesome you are for traveling and uh, (laughs) give more details. So but me, I I just keep it normal. E.T. Spacely, the podcast is the healthy balance. I like keeping a healthy balance on things in life in general. And uh, I also talk about pretty much everything on my podcast, things that I like to talk about rather. So I keep a healthy balance on that. And that's just like the code I live by. So ET's basically there. ET's basically on Twitter and Instagram as well. And uh, yeah, that's me. Wow.
0: Well, that's what's up. And I I wanted to kind of give the listeners an idea of like, you know, where we are now. So I was in Santo Domingo with a good friend of mine. Uh, Dean Gonzalez. shout out to Dean, um, who Ernest believes that I look like him, even though that is con- that is contrary to popular belief. What's similar? That-
1: you look close? Y'all look related? Okay, y'all not twins, but just close.
0: <laughs> Yo, uh, I, I and I say contrary to popular belief because I, although not a lot of people say that, you're not the only one. So I'm not going to put you in that <laughs> box by yourself, <laughs> but I will let Dean know, I'm, Dean's going to listen to this shit. And he's gonna know <laughs> that she said this, and he's gonna agree with me that we don't look alike. Oh, yeah, but, of
1: course he agrees with that. I'm pretty sure I said it in <laughs> school. <laughs>
0: so for the listeners out there, I met Ernest back in college, and I think you mentioned this not too long ago. This is a decade of friendship, right?
1: Yeah, man. Get- 2000, yeah. going on 2009 for sure.
0: Yeah, exactly. And um, I want to inform you or let you know. I think out of all the times, you know, out of all these years we've been friends, I think we got a lot closer, probably four or five years ago when I went to L.A. to to visit you. And that was a great experience because that was like a huge turning point in my life where I really wanted to explore the world and visit as many places as I wanted to. And I remember it was around that time, I think it was Christmas of 2014, I left home or I, I went to fly out to see you. day after christmas and i remember it out i told myself at around that time like this was just the beginning of all the traveling that i was going to do and ever since then i've been traveling all around the world and when i went to la the first time i did mostly la shit in la and you of course you stay out in orange county and i appreciate you and wendy of being uh, you and wendy for being great Um, I stayed out in Orange County. I didn't really get to experience much of it that, at that time. So now, or around this time, when I went to L.A., I, I did a lot of Orange County um, during the time that I stayed with you. And I really enjoyed Orange County. I appreciate it a little bit more than I did, you know, back when I first visited uh, you guys. And then I did L.A. the next few days. And now I'm in Dubai for a wedding. And you know what's crazy? We, we did an episode in L.A., and my intent was to actually do more episodes, but, you know, time got the best of us and we got busy and it didn't work out. But I'm glad we at least are doing this episode, you know, remotely. And you know, I'm in Dubai right now for a cousin's wedding and you're in Orange County living life. And so I wanted to, uh, one, say thanks again for your help. And two, just kind of talk about my time in L.A. And, 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 you know, pretty much chop it up with you. And wanted to kind of let the listeners know, you know, how you got into your podcast and who introduced you to anchor or who introduced you to doing podcasts in general. Cause I think when you introduced it to me, I didn't really ask you like, how did you even get into this shit? I think I was like, yo, I'm doing it. And that, and that was the end of that.
1: <laughs> I've encouraged you with that. I've, I've encouraged you with uh, something that I can gladly talk about publicly, but I won't because you already know what it deals with and, It comes with uh, money, rather. So I'm glad that you were able to do that in that way. And, uh, you know, when when a good idea comes across, you're supposed to tell your loved one. You're supposed to say, hey, try this out. Hey, do this. So when I saw that, I'm like, that would be great for him to start, you know, showing his experience and all of his travels with everyone to say, hey, I'm doing this. You know, not to be bossing on people, but to really show people that, hey, you can do it, too. Um, so, I'm glad that you picked it up and started doing that. I found yeah. it. I found Anchor from Gary V. Gary V talks about a thousand different things, of course. Uh, the same three things, but uh, a thousand different <laughs> things. So, he mentioned Anchor as he's like, it's going to blow up. Audio is crazy. I'm using Alexa. You know how hype he is. And if you don't, you will. And it's the same thing with the listeners. If you don't know Gary V, you've been under a rock. And that's okay because I was too. Uh, he, does, he does the audio stuff, and it was showing. What, what grabbed me because I'm visual. It it showed his audio, but it showed his uh, words, so you can see images of the words he was saying, and they were bouncing through as the audios were running. I was like, oh wow, that's pretty cool. Let me see about this app. Um, and I did a few. Uh, a lot of it was me just airing it out about stuff that I talked to, you know, close ones about. But when I had my free time, I'm like, I'm still thinking about it, so I just talked. So it went from uh, self therapy <laughs> to, to <laughs> self expression, and uh, I'm really enjoying how I'm using it now. And uh, I, sometimes I do 40 second podcasts, sometimes they're five minutes. You know, it depends on if I got it rolling or not. But I try to I try to post often, keep people engaged. And, you know, to the five people that are listening, thank you so much. Uh, to listening to all those episodes. Uh, I just appreciate it. So, yeah, I got it from Gary V and I thought you'd be great and you have been great with it. So, I'm glad that you're doing this now.
0: Yeah. And honestly, we could, you know, I, I can only go up from here because I think, you know, first few episodes I've, I've been nervous even now I'm a little nervous but mostly just due to our connection like this whole time <laughs> I've been trying to record this episode uh from Dubai and like I don't know what's going on I don't know if it's their internet or like my phone but you know I'm glad I, we were able to kind of work it out now to where things are rolling along pretty well um, honestly this is something I should have said after the episode in private but fuck it I just want to let the, <laughs> the people know like it's been it's been hectic trying to record an episode like i know people think i got all this free time which i fucking do but you like you don't understand for example like when i was in la with you you know i i wanted to do like a few episodes with you and we had a couple ideas which by the way it's not the end i'll be i'll definitely come back to visit you sometime during the year um but yeah like you know you get caught up with shit even with this wedding like i think we were talking about this wedding when i was there and at that time i i didn't even know I was going to actually go until like maybe a few days prior because there was so many moving pieces that, you know, was going to make or break my trip. Like, for example, I was actually going to come here with my sisters and my brother, but like nobody, (laughs) nobody (laughs) wanted to go. Like it was crazy because what's funny is like usually when it comes to these events, I'm like the last to go, you know, see some of these family events. And so like I – was asked by my brother like over the summer hey yo there's a big you know wedding out in Dubai with our cousin you should definitely go I was like and uh, I was kind of like mixed I was having mixed feelings about it especially because it's that side of the family I'm, I'm not really familiar with but then some of my sisters even mentioned like oh yeah you should go We're, we we all might go it's literally like the day of <laughs> and <laughs> I'm, I'm like on my way to the airport <laughs> no one's going like not a single person, <laughs> but it's not you know people. I mean, we're, we're busy with our lives and everything, you know. And it's it's very difficult to find this time to to travel and do these things, you know. Yeah. Especially with America, like I noticed, like as far as vacation days, we pro- we probably on average have the least amount of vacation days in the world when it comes to like, I don't know, you know, the first world, I guess, whatever you want to call it. um At least that's what I've noticed traveling throughout Europe and even and even like some of South America. um just a lot in, in in some in africa just you know we we seem to work so much more than everyone else yeah um, that, that's that's my impression but you know i you know it, it goes both ways too um but i think like say, see we
1: that though. i mean because you've yeah. been on almost every continent you know so and you've been in several countries and yeah. you've been able to speak to all these people in these different areas but it's not like you're like island hopping like you've been there for a, a few days and you soaked in the different areas of people and how they live and what sunday looks like and sunday is really a day that <clears throat> i see that in other countries that everything shut down nothing moves you're at home you're cooking you're eating you're with your family and america's still just you know spinning around i mean granted we have our slow days uh on sunday but you know, like holidays for a good example. Like things are still open, things are still busy. But um there's a guy I talked to on Twitter. Twitter, I can't remember his uh his at name, but it's Ryan G U A R I believe. Uh, he's lived in the UK, went to Germany, and he was blown away that he couldn't get to anything on Sunday. And I'm like, that's just the stereotype that I well, not the stereotype, that's the story I hear about being in you know outside of america how different everything is so uh oh, yeah. you, you should be a good judgment uh you should have a good judgment on what the difference is between us and them you know uh metric and non-metric or however you want to say it <laughs> <laughs> so that's pretty crazy like everybody else
0: does it and the way us does it Yeah, yeah
1: exactly <laughs> you know and that's just wild that that's just how kind of things work but yeah i've heard that in different cultures and you know all across the world so
0: yeah i you know what's funny to me is um it's it's cool that you mentioned sundays around the world because you know i you know, of course i've been to plenty of sundays throughout the world and i i agree with that sentiment that not a whole lot gets done not a whole lot of places open you know yeah of course in the states there's a lot of things that are closed but there's a lot of things that are open and it's like we're always constantly working cuz when i was in uruguay shit Sunday and Monday, like were days where like no one was, gonna, no one was gonna do shit. Like if you were trying to get something done on a Sunday, fuck that. And even on a Monday, <laughs> like uh, not even on a Monday, like that shit was not gonna happen. Also, <laughs> and, and I'll probably mention this another day, another time. But like one thing about Uruguay is, yo, when it comes to the World Cup and soccer, nothing will get done, even if it's in the middle of the week and you got work like no one ain't going to that shit like i remember this past world cup when uruguay uruguay was like on a run like they were doing so well and like they and uruguay beat portugal i think in the quarterfinals I, and i was in brazil at the time watching the game and i remember like people hitting me up from uruguay like celebrating showing me videos of, of like you know the streets and everything i was like wow if they actually win it all, nothing will get done for a whole entire month. <laughs> but you know, they ended up losing to France who, who ended up winning the whole world cup, which yeah, I kind of, I kind of anticipated that, which I was trying to tell my good friend, uh, Lucia, who's from Uruguay, like, yo, at least y'all lost to France. Like, and France won the whole thing. So at least, you know, you didn't lose to some scrub or, you know, lose to some shitty team. They're, they're actually doing really well. And, you know, she, Great job, you know, with France winning the World Cup, um, for sure. Yeah, and then you know, what's funny. I I remember watching Daily Show with uh, Trevor, Trevor Noah. Uh, yeah, Trevor Noah, and he was talking about like how with France winning the World Cup, it was almost like Af- it was pretty much Africa winning the World Cup. Because if you look at them, like the whole entire team or the majority of the team with the exception of Antoine and a few other guys is, 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 is black, you know, and a lot of them are from French, former French colonies in Africa. And, you know, their parents, their parents came from there and, you know, or their grandparents came there and they came to France and, you know, it was really cool because it's like, he was talking about how when, 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 when they do bad or when, when those of, you know, who are black or who are a, a person of color, when they do, bad or when they do a crime they're an immigrant and but when they do positive things like you know winning the world cup suddenly they're citizens because (laughs) i remember because like i guess the ambassador of france no no uh, some diplomat from france reached like try to like uh clap back at trevor noah saying like no 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 like these guys are french you know we are uh, french citizens we are one people yada 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 and trevor was like man this guy's bullshit yeah. So, so he, gave, he, he actually gave a really good example when he was talking about, like, I guess there was a story of, like, a few months prior to them winning a World Cup where, like, uh, a French guy, you know, of African descent, he saw a baby, you know, he rescued a baby from, like, a burning building or something like that, and, like, literally the next week, uh, President uh, Macron, he, he gave him French citizenship. Like he bypassed all that shit and now he's a French citizen. So Trevor was like, so wait a minute. So when the guy was at the bottom of the, bu- when he was downstairs at the bottom of the building, he he was African. But when he went up to save the baby, he suddenly became French. <laughs> so, if <he laughs> <drops the> baby, <laughs> so if he drops the baby, does he go back to being African? And that's, that's how I truly feel about like some of these countries, you know, um, in Europe winning the World Cup because it's like, a lot of them have players of other countries, you know, helping out that team. Yeah. Um,
1: Technically and, and, speaking.
0: yeah, I mean, yeah, they're all, they're all citizens of that country, but gee, you know, they, these countries have many different backgrounds. Like they say, you know, us is a country of immigrants and yeah. it was, you know, but you know, to me, it, it was cool. Like for Trevor Noah to kind of speak out against that. And he's actually been like one of my favorites, uh, you know, in, in media and, in television in general so um you know shout out to trevor noah and actually you know even when i went to south africa for the first time i remember going through like you know airports and like you know different places and you know people ask me for my name and i'll tell them noah and like when they be like oh you mean like like trevor noah i remember when i first heard that i was like yo my boy fucking made it because this guy used, Not cause the guy used to do stand-up. He would do stand-up, like, for, for, for a while. And I remember when Jon Stewart left The Daily Show and people were like, who's going to replace him? Who's going to fucking replace him? Jon Stewart's the greatest. And I'm like, man, whoever it is, I'm pretty sure he'll do a good job, like, being the, the successor. So when they first said it was Trevor Noah, people had mixed feelings about it. I was like, man, y'all got to give my brother a chance. And ever since then, he's been fucking killing it. In I fact people so when both John Stewart and Stephen Colbert left you know you had uh, Larry Wilmore doing his own show you had Trevor Noah doing his show and then you had um what's his name fuck uh John Oliver and to me out of all of them Trevor Noah's been doing the best and yeah. like yeah I mean John Oliver is cool and then Larry Wilmore, I think the show got cancelled so yeah, that's, it just shows oh, wow. you man like you know, I, I respect uh, Trevor Noah yeah. for all, a lot of that he's done but yeah but going back to, like, you know, countries and, like, what they do on a Sunday, uh, Dubai, you know, surprisingly, is not like that. I mean, I, I mean, I'm, obviously, it's a Thursday right now, so shit is busy. But even, like, when, when I was trying to look up stuff, places to eat and, like, shit that I got to get done, I mean, it seems like a lot of shit's open on a Sunday in Dubai. But, again, you know, I'll probably give an update on that, you know, once I actually experience, like, a Sunday or two here. Yeah. Um, but overall, man, you know, I, I really appreciate all your help, man. Uh, you know, I think on another episode, maybe not this one, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely do more episodes about, you know, us doing different activities, particularly traveling. Um, I don't think people realize, but, uh, you know, you, you, you did some traveling yourself, man. And you, you traveled all the way to Argentina to see me. So that, was, that was a cool experience. And that's Love something it. I want to. And that's hopefully something I want to talk about, like, maybe next week or so. Um, Yeah. This is just pretty much for us to just chop it up and kind of show the people who we are and, you know, promote our our podcast and, you know, promote your mixtape. I'm just joking. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yo, I'll tell you what. Like, I've been telling some people that I've been, like, starting a podcast. And, like, especially girls. Like, they they like ambitious shit. Like, yo, I kid you not. Like, I remember – telling the girl that like, I'm, I'm just starting a podcast. Like I was like, I'm dropping my first episode in a couple of days. And man, she was like, Oh, that's so awesome. It's, it's like a great icebreaker. I mean, I I don't think I'm going to use it every time, but man, like it it, it was pretty cool to like start that conversation with people. And that's actually another thing that I noticed when, you know, when I'm traveling overseas versus like being in the States, like when you, conduct small talk and you have conversations with people like the icebreaker whenever I travel around the world and even LA it's it's more like what do you like to do what what in the sense of like hobbies and activities and just life in general we're like in the DC area and I, and I would say in other places in America like it's all about work man it's like oh what do you do what do you do for work or where do you go to school and like, I don't know it's cool to talk about that because a lot of that is your life you know a lot of people work 40 hours a week sometimes more and that, that takes up a lot of your time. So, yeah, your work technically is your life, but I don't know. Like, traveling around the world, it's cool not to have that be like the the icebreaker or, or even the, the main topic of the conversation. I think a few times I'll mention people what I did, but like, it, we kind of breeze through that and then, you know, just kind of talk about other shit, more, you know, more important topics, like, you know, shit we're doing right now, except not in a podcast. Um but you know, I think overall, you know, as I continue this podcast, you know, I'm gonna definitely do more episodes with guests. A lot more episodes with you, man, because I, I feel like, you know, compared to other people, the chemistry between us is pretty good um with podcasts. And it's only gonna get better. But um, you know, other than that, you know, I, I appreciate Ernest, you know, and Wendy for 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 everything. But you know, I I appreciate you for being friends for as long as we have. And like, like I said, to many more years, we, we definitely got to keep it rolling.
1: Glad to do it, man. Glad I'm glad to have you out here. Please come back out again. Uh, I got to come out your way sometime soon and I'll be around there. Uh, and, and look, just more to it. So let's do it again. Make another call. We'll, we'll dive more into it. And, you know, just, I mean, the calls can just be just catching up. Like, just like us having the phone call, but just posting it. So, it's that's basically what a podcast is in my opinion especially with you it's like just a conversation it's a phone call so we can do that and uh please enjoy the wedding give us an update soon and uh yeah we'll just catch up from there
0: yeah definitely so again uh shout out to Ernest and talk to, to all the listeners thank you and we'll have another episode coming your way hopefully in, next week until then peace one love later hello everyone and welcome to another episode of certain about the uncertain with your host noah hagos where i post an episode about all my traveling experiences um, detailing the pictures that i post on instagram and talking about the people that i meet as well as different foods that i've tried and different places that i've seen and this is a great opportunity for me to Show you showcase all this information to you guys, so that way when you get to travel and you get to go out in the world and explore, you'll have an idea of what to do, and um, and get more information from there. Um, again, my experiences is through my trials and errors and all these mistakes that I've made, but also some of the great things that I discovered on my own and through and with other people. So I wanted to actually do a second segment of an episode that I. Just did already with uh, with my good friend, Ernest, who could be reached out to at E.T. Spacely. You can check out his podcast and, and some of his content, which is hilarious shit that I, that I enjoy listening to myself. Um, it's called The Healthy Balance. And um, again, he's also on Anchor. And you can also check him out at E.T. Spacely on Instagram as well. So, again, I pretty much talked about Los Angeles, particularly Orange County with Ernest because that was the person who hosted me during my time in orange county and i had a really great time but i also wanted to mention that i did a couple days in la actually i did about next year what maybe three four days in la and i was hosted by my good friend robin uh, vaneman and who also joined us is a good friend of mine by the name of raymond willis and i just want to say i appreciate those two for being able to work their schedules out so they can all so we can all meet up in L.A. again robin hosted everything she lives out in L.A. and she's been out in L.A. for about a year and I appreciate her for being such a great host to to Raymond and myself and again I appreciate Raymond for finding the time to come out and see me but again pretty much my, my time in L.A. was just nothing much nothing but good food good drinks up to old, catching up uh, with old friends on some good times that we had in the past. And overall, uh, it's just a city that I really enjoyed in the States. You know, most of my travels are international traveling, international cities, but, you know, I, I wanted to at least do a couple episodes of, you know, places that I've been to in the States. And actually, one of my goals this year for 2019 is to do more U.S. traveling. As, many, as much traveling as I've done around the world, I realize I haven't done a whole lot of traveling in the United States. So this is, so hopefully 2019-2020 will be mostly traveling um, in cities, you know, within the United States. Because I, I truly believe there are places to see in the United States. I sometimes take it for granted because you're like right next to it. But, you know, the reality is I think people should definitely, definitely look in, look look to their backyards. I mean, not really their backyards, but you know what I mean. Pretty much look to cities that are nearby um, and do do more of those. You know, even with New York City, I've been there a few times, but there's so much to New York City that I need to see um, as well. And even California. I've only been to L.A., and I really need to do San Diego and, and San Francisco and all these other places. But, yeah. So, most of all, I mean, mostly, you know, this L.A. trip was really special to me because, again, it was my second time in L.A., and it was it was an opportunity for me to see parts of L.A. that I didn't get to see the first time around, and when I was in L.A., the first time. Like I said, I mostly stayed with my friend Ernest, who I just did the episode with, that did the first segment of this episode with. And then, like I said, the, that was the first couple days, and then the rest of the time period was with Robin and Ray. Um, pretty much, we we got to try different foods um, in, in the Korean town area, K-Town, and I really like that neighborhood. It's a pretty cool, diverse neighborhood, and lots of good food, lots of good places to eat. Um, the other uh, neighborhood that I went to when I was in L.A. was Venice Beach. Venice Beach was fun because Venice Beach, you know, to me kind of helps balance out the stereotype of L.A. being too snobby and stuck up and upscale. I mean, L.A. is everything. I mean, you have those type of people. You have some chill, laid-back people as well. And that's what I really enjoyed about Venice Beach is you get to see that side of L.A. as well. And there's other neighborhoods like that, too. Um, But again, Venice Beach is one of my favorite neighborhoods. And actually, if you see... Uh, one of my pictures on Instagram, um, those four tacos was at is at uh, at a taco stand in Venice Beach, and right next to it is a cafe shop, uh, a little coffee shop called Express Yourself. Um, but yeah, it's I posted one of the pictures on Instagram, and it's pretty cool because like they give you this like really good like shot of espresso with like hazelnut in it and it's like the best espresso i've ever had or at least top five best espressos ever and it's something you really gotta check out and it's in venice beach again um... the name of the spot is on instagram um, i posted a picture of it and right next to it is a nice taco, a little taco shop where you can get a really nice taco as well um, the food in L.A., again, it's like some of my favorite food in, in, in the country because it's so diverse. It, it combines a lot of uh, cultures between, you know, East Asian culture and Mexican culture, and as well as, you know, your fusions and things of that nature. So I really enjoyed doing that. Um, and again, Robin was uh, able to take me to a couple more places uh, throughout L.A. for food. And again, um, you know, I really enjoyed some of the Experiences that I've had, and actually, if you want, you can go follow her at uh, Hapazuki, and I'll, I'll post her name on my Instagram page so you can check out some of the foods that she's tried and and some of the awesome experiences that she's had in LA. Um, but again, you know, LA is just a great city, um, and, and it's not you know it's a, a city that everybody would like because there's so many cons to LA. That I I think, you know, sometimes I have to acknowledge. Like, I know for a fact, you know, with L.A., you pretty much have to have a car. I mean, either a car or Uber. Because, you know, they don't really have much of a metro system, you know, per se. So, I think that's something, you know, places like New York have an upper hand. Or even Washington, D.C. is like, you know, a better metro system. But, again, that shouldn't stop you from going to L.A. Again, the beaches are amazing. You know, both uh, Orange uh, Laguna Beach, which... That's also posted on my Instagram, as and um and Venice Beach, both 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 beaches are probably some of my favorites in the world. And, and you know I've I've been around the world for the past couple of years and I've seen a lot, but I, I will admit like even L.A. has some pretty nice beaches. Um, but overall, like again, if you if you ever get to go to L.A., you know check out some of these foods that I've tried. You know especially uh, even O.C. You can't count O.C. out. Orange County has some pretty nice spots. They have the Tommy Bahama place, which is you know, very historical. Um, it was a place that I was recommended. And actually, uh, at Tommy Bahama, I had a really good, like, blue crab sandwich with some sweet potato fries. It's it's definitely something I recommend. And they have other uh, foods there, too, that were really good that I didn't get to try. Um, the waiter said at Tommy Bahama that uh, the lobster mac and cheese is probably his favorite. So if you're ever in uh, Tommy Bahama and you're not really a big fan of crab you could definitely try some lobster mac and cheese it's amazing it's to die for um from what i was told but um overall again you know between oc and la it was very difficult for me to say which one was better i i mean overall i personally like la more but you know oc is not something to be slept on orange county is a a place that i think uh, people should definitely try to go to if you're in the la area um, but it all depends on how long you're in LA. You know, if you're if you're not there very long, it's just best to just stay in the LA area. But if you got an extra few days or even an extra week, it's worth it to try Orange County. And it's even in if you have an extra a few more extra days, you could you should definitely try San Diego. Um, in fact, uh, uh, some people who. I've talked to, actually enjoyed San Diego just as much as LA, if not more. But that, again, it all, it's all about preference. And pretty much this podcast is just giving you my my preference in the cities that I've enjoyed and the experiences of, that I've had um, with, with my loved ones and, and with new people that I've met. But again, you know, I'll be posting more episodes as we go on throughout 2019. Again, it's been rough these past two, three weeks. I've been traveling everywhere. I was in a Dubai. Uh, a wedding in Dubai, Um, I'm in Amsterdam now, and I'm actually going to go see some family in Egypt, after Egypt, I'm going to go back to Dubai, to meet up with some cousins, and then after that, I'll be back in the United States, but um, again, I hope all is well, I hope everybody's having a good time, and I hope everybody has a great start to 2019, and I look forward to posting more episodes, and telling you more about my story, until then, um, hope you all have a great day. One love. Peace.